you are everyone. I'm Wally, and the rest of the listeners are Brennan, and we're roasting chips, yes. Hello. Hi. How is everyone doing? Oh, did it just now start recording? How's uh, everyone? Said recording for me before I said hi. How's how's everyone doing? Uh, you can't answer us, but if you're answering us, we appreciate it. <laughs> Hopefully, they heard at least one of the "How are you doing?" <laughs> and if they heard both, well, then uh, they're doing at this. Yep. Point. <laughs> yep. Just an extra "How are you doing?" for everybody. Yep. So this podcast is going to be late because I'm not going to edit it after this because I don't want to. So uh, it's a day It'll late, just be a little late, It'll a just day, be... late, day late and a dollar short, but uh, yes. it actually may not be a dollar short, may be long because there's lots to do, lots, lots to go over, lots of news, yes. lots of content. It may not be short by the unit of time known as a dollar. <laughs> or it might. Well, well, the unit of the dollar for this show is uh, currently at zero. Um, okay. As far as I know, unless it's not on your end, but it is on my end. So <sighs> what a great start to this show. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, start, I have a different background now with a different artwork piece for right now. Hopefully oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get the larger one back up here somewhere. But for now, I, we just have that little smaller one just chilling right, right there. I have, yes. a new, I have a new Nova comic up there. Ooh, sweet. it's slightly different. It's the third one because I can't find the second one. And as and as one does, I went ahead and bought the third one. Sweet. So yeah, um, so lots of news to get to. So let's get to that. Um, lots of news. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I say that, but it's no more than usual. Um, okay. So the first part is that uh, according to a tweet sent out by uh, Dave Batista, uh, who plays mm. Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy, he was never asked to voice Drax in the What If series. And um, that had a lot of people asking many questions, like, why, Marvel? Why? Because uh, it's just, there's an episode with Drax, and it's just, what if Drax was dead? And that's the entire episode. <laughs> and he, there's no character to voice, because uh, Drax, Drew Drax is dead. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So you've already, already <laughs> caught on. <laughs> well, then there you go. I don't know why Dave Bautista sent out that tweet. I mean, yeah. we saw that one bit of footage of him in the in the commercial, and that might have been right before he died. Yeah. So yeah. that makes he's just like most walking sense. along, and then he just dies, he's dead. Yeah. Boom. He like voluntarily chooses to have an aneurysm or whatever. <laughs> Vol- yes, voluntary aneurysm. Very yeah. common. Very common throughout yeah. the MC- Marvel Marvel comics. Um. So, uh, the next big piece of news. Uh. Well, I wouldn't even say. Oh, no, yeah, this is a big piece of news. According to Big Screen League, so I sent you this the other day, Brennan, Kirsten Dunst, who played Mary Jane Watson in what has come to be known as the Remyverse, and Deborah Ann Wall, 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 who played Karen in uh, the, the Daredevil on the Netflix universe, were spotted in L.A. together. Uh, coincidentally, Spider-Man No Way Home's reshoots were happening in L.A. at that time. I so, really uh, hope. Maybe really we'll get hope. a trailer eventually. Mm. <laughs> Maybe, maybe <laughs> around December tenth, somewhere around there. Well, <laughs> isn't that like the day before it comes out? <laughs> Could you imagine That's if like, they did that? Just yeah, like, yeah, just waited the day before it came out. It's like, oh, by the way, here's a trailer. Sorry. Yeah, or just have, or just like have the have the trailer be the only ad that comes before the movie. <laughs> You're just like in the theaders. <laughs> the you know, ad. Don't know anything about this yep. yet. Yeah. 
like, oh, cool, the ads. Let's see what's coming out. Is this a Spider-Man ad? <laughs> we haven't seen one of these yep. at all. Mm-hmm. Yep, That'd it's be. just the first one. Just, just a real, <laughs> true like viewer experience. But only at the first. But only at the first airing at every theater. Everyone else gets different ads. They don't. No one. Only the people who paid to go see the night before the premiere, as they would call yes. it, get to see it. That's it. Um, so hopefully that, that that means good things. And if not, that means they're in a movie together, and uh, that'd be cool too. So. The only thing it means is the Spider-Man is going to be six hours long. This is this is the <laughs> only thing that 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 setting means. That, that's true. It's six and a half, six and a half hours, and that's yeah. the, that's not the that's not the yeah. uh, full cut. It's just half. Yeah. Of what they filmed. Um, they actually had half... a half hour on for each character they decided to include. <laughs> Uh, so the movie's 12 and a half fan, hours long yeah yeah anytime any fans like oh shoot this person i hope to see them in spider-man they're like okay add another half hour, half hour. <laughs> just keep patting the movie they uh give you sleeping bags when you walk in forget the popcorn they yeah. have a three-course meal for you as well yes oh, um yeah. yeah yeah like it's like catered and everything this movie's like three days long you just have to sit there the whole time uh, you but you do walk in the movie theater they lock the door behind you <laughs> they bring you food occasionally but they throw it out the little window where the projector is <laughs> so it's like a free for all. Yes. Like yeah. Oh my god, they threw in food and then everyone dies for the food. It's like a little small packet of airplane peanuts. <laughs> yes, yes. Just yeah, just those constantly being tossed out. <laughs> um speaking of Spider-Man No Way Home, we got more uh more merch Spider-Man. leaks Ooh. for no uh and a lot of them have to do with like a team Mysterio versus Team Spider-Man, and then uh there's a couple like uh Doctor Strange and uh, Spider-Man <laughs> shirts. There is one where you where they had uh, uh, Sorcerer Supreme Spider-Man as well. So uh, you know, just I do remember seeing a lot about like uh, Mysterio and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So no idea what's going to happen there, but we'll find out in hour uh, eighteen of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we got a photo leak from the Moon Knight set. And uh, it was a picture of his costume. It was kind of an insignificant picture. I actually thought it was fake the first time I saw it. So, uh, I mean, it's there. If you want to find it, you can go. If not, it's Moon. It looks exactly like Moon Knight in the comics. A little bit more. uh, It actually kind of reminds me of the ghost costume from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp 2. A little bit. Ah. But uh, still pretty cool. Um, I'm excited for that to eventually happen. Whenever it does. I mean, it kind of makes sense that the ghost costume and Moon Knight costume would look the same because both characters are played by Mark Hamill. That... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, what else? Oh, so Star Wars stuff now. We're on the Star Wars. We act- There's actually not that much news. Speaking of Mark Hamill, I here we go. Exactly. The yeah. transition game today has been... Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect. Um, so Star Wars has announced the new Lego special called terrifying tales it will premiere on october 1st on disney plus and so it's like star wars plus legos plus horror and so you just get the minus legos part which i'm gonna watch a shit of it don't worry is this <laughs> this is a star wars halloween special Ooh. one we have not seen yet we already had yeah like the lego star wars holiday special mm-hmm. now we're getting the Lego Star Wars Halloween special. So when's the regular Star Wars Halloween special? That's next. They're going to keep going back and forth between like <laughs> Lego and like 
live action. <laughs> well, we're going to have to wait uh, 40 years for this, the Halloween yes. special live action one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mark Hamill's going to have to wear heavy, even heavier makeup. Yeah. No, don't worry. He's actually like. Filming it right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Yes. It'll just be filmed mm-hmm. now. <laughs> But George Lucas will somehow get back involved and take so long and like special effects and all that, <laughs> that the release will not be for 40 years. Uh, I could totally see that happening. Uh, uh, Disney has announced that this, they, 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 did you see this? They announced the uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will open in the spring of 2022. It's the uh, Star Wars Hotel. That. Yeah, it's a oh. Star Wars Hotel. It's a two-day voyage, and it's supposed to be like really well themed. Like you can wear costumes on board. It's actually in space. Uh yes, of course. It's Disney. Okay, okay. that's why it okay. costs. I, that's why it I, costs forty-eight hundred dollars per person oh for two goodness. nights. <laughs> See, that's what I thought. I just wanted to ask to yeah. make sure to verify for all of our listeners here that yes, in fact, it is in space. Yeah, it is. But uh, and uh, it's supposed to be like really immersive. All the care, all the. The people who work there are going to be dressed up in costumes. Uh, okay. You can only go back and forth between Galaxy's Edge and the hotel, which is fine because you get to ride the ride that no one can get on because you have to wait for a – you have to just be lucky and get a pass to ride it. Interesting. You're guaranteed to ride that. Um, there's uh, restaurants and stuff in the in the hotel. It's supposed to be really cool. Um, and the, they released a bunch of uh, – not pictures, but like uh, concept art for it too. So – it's gonna be cool. Uh, I don't know now, how cool at forty eight hundred dollars per person. So yeah, but and that's what it starts at. I mean, of of course you you mentioned that it is like immersive and all that stuff, and I would sure mm-hmm. hope so uh, because it's in space. So obviously, I think that would be a <laughs> huge like immersion factor there. <laughs> but that is a steep cost. Yeah, that's that where is... it starts. So two yeah. people. Oh my if, like for one room for two people, that's forty eight hundred dollars per person. Or well, I guess for one person. And then a family of four was a the family was four was like five like fifty two hundred or something. It's ridiculous. But if you have the money to do that, just the pocket change, mm-hmm. throw it on that or whatever. Hey, please become a sponsor of this channel because we could use some sponsors. Right? Some right. Uh, we need money to get here. big so that they just let us go for free. Yes. We need to yeah. say something really stupid and make it make it go viral. Yeah. Like yes. some like something ridiculous. Like like uh, Rise of Skywalker was the best movie, was best Star Wars movie, <laughs> something like that. If we say yes. that, we'll go viral. Um, but, uh, and we have to take it completely out of context too. The Ewoks were the best part of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yes, the Ewoks were the best part of Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Yep. They're just so Jar Jar good. Banks is three Ewoks in a trench coat. <laughs> this is confirmed. This is canon. We are sticking to our guns here. <laughs> Disney, give us free passes. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, we'll get more into this later, but, uh, 2022, we'll be getting season two of the bad batch, which confirms further that we will never run Ooh. out of content. Okay. We will just continue to talk about shows at the end of every episode. Sorry. And, and did you say like a specific r- release, like time frame in 2022 or just vaguely somewhere in that year? So uh, it's uh, anywhere from January 1st to December 31st mm. of 2022. Mm. I'm going to assume it's probably closer to the latter than the former, but uh, 
who knows? They're they're quick over there. <laughs> right on January first, they're gonna have a whole new season just just dropped. Ready to go. I am prepared. I am ready. <laughs> In the middle of uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yes. Yes. No. Actually, it's just it's just the entire se- the entire season is a post credit scene to the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> You just go through all the episode, and episode like ten or whatever comes out. And you're like, why is this one four hours long? <laughs> <laughs> First half hour is Boba Fett. The last three and a half hours, the Bad Batch. <laughs> uh, and then there's a post post credit. There's a post post credit scene, and it's the Spider Man trailer. Yes, yes. <laughs> it and comes out after, after the movie. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, so it's been rumored that the auditions are currently being held for Sabine Wren for the Ahsoka show, um, which is cool because uh, that name sounds familiar. Sabine. Was she the Mandalorian and no. uh, Rebels? Rebels? She was in Rebels. She was the one with the multicolored hair. It was different every season. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was not like the Mandalorian. She, she would no, no, but she, no, sorry, she was the Mandalorian in, in Rebels. Yes, yes, yes. Rebels. Okay. Yes. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yes. she, yeah she Mandalorian Rebels. Yes. yes. Um, so that's cool. Um, the Mandalorian in Rebels, not too confused with the Rebel in Mandalorian. <laughs> Which would be Luke Skywalker, a.k.a. Yes. Mark Hamill. So yes. I don't know. I don't know why. They, well, I don't know why they're doing uh, auditions when they know who they're going to cast. Yeah. Yeah. Mark I mean, Hamill. It's, it's just a formality. <laughs> To give other people opportunities, although we know that all the people are just Mark <laughs> Hamill anyway. Exactly, exactly. But, but um, that'll be cool to see. So mm-hmm. it's it's just obviously we already kind of know that it is the sequel show to Rebels, but mm-hmm. this is just extra confirmation here. Right, right. And then a couple weeks ago, we got uh, characters. the confirmation of different uh, p- uh, the people Mark Hamill will be playing in order to play. Yeah. Thrawn oh, yeah. and uh, Ezra. So that's yes. moving in the right direction with Ahsoka uh, whenever that comes out. Uh, I think it's uh, rough, roughly between uh, now and forever. Um, so it would be like <laughs> it would, it's going to be so absolutely bizarre if they just 2022, it's going to have so much content because we have so many Marvel shows and Marvel movies and Star Wars shows. We and thought we'd have I, a lot to talk about now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just apparently it's going to keep increasing. Just you know, like the like the line was going like this, and we thought it was going to like you know whatever level out. And it's just like, going to become like this, and it's going to go straight up. Like, we're going to have we're going to have we're going to have six Marvel shows, six Star Wars shows a week, and the Spider Man No Way Home trailer. Trailer. Yeah. A different one every week it's, for after for after the movie comes out. It's literally going to get to a point where it's just they release the an infinite amount of content on like one day we'll get to one day which is just like the final point <laughs> just release just an infinite amount of content we can never pass that wall you know how they like announce like what after loki's release doing really well they announced that they're gonna start moving things just wednesdays well now they're gonna re- at that point they're gonna release things at least three episodes of every show on monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday yes. so um Yes. No, we're never going to run out of content to talk about. We might have to go to one a week, but we'll, we'll worry about that when we get there. Yes. Um, it'll, it'll get to the point where this podcast just is just like a continuous cycle. Like <laughs> just streaming. It, it never 24/7. technically ends. Yeah, we're just streaming. <laughs> just 
just have a twitch it's like welcome back to the chip yeah. roasting podcast our yeah. 6433 thank you guys yeah. for getting us through our uh through financially we have paid our rent with all your donations yep well this will be like well that concludes episode 256 now on episode 247 or 57 <laughs> whatever i said i just it just it just keeps going she's going forever and ever and ever we take two we take two small breaks a day so we can watch all the new content uh but anyway no it's it's, it's, there's not even time to watch it we just have to like (laughs) react to the idea of this content we have the new we have the the new they have twitter streaming on the page and we have whatever show is on on the page so we're like we're watching and doing the podcast at the same time yeah yeah. and we're acting the news yeah it'll it'll just be like where you're watching it and then like the just the reflection of your glasses of the screen just back on the camera is like all the content that we're doing <laughs> we get like nine tvs set up yes yes all we of them all at once all on like on like two times speed <laughs> so we can get through all of it. <laughs> oh but anyway so uh taika watiti recently came out in an interview and said that uh now that thor loved and now that Thor Love and Thunder is wrapped, he, his focus is now on the Star Wars film he is set to write. He Ooh. said he has a story in mind and it feels very me. So I'm very excited to see what that is. Do I you know what time it's, period it's in yet? Not a clue. Uh, I hope it's a, uh, I, I feel like it would be a Hondo Onaka story. Or like, you remember him from, uh, he was in Rebels and in um, uh, the Clone Wars. He was a pirate that they always ran into and he thought yes. they were his friends. Yeah, he thought he was their friends. Yeah, I, I totally see him. a movie directed by Taika Waititi with that, and with like, uh, what's his name? Who who played Jack Sparrow? I can't remember. His Why name. is his name slipping my mind? Uh, it's oh, Johnny Depp, right? Johnny Depp, him playing Hondo, and yes. I think and Taika Waititi playing his henchman to be perfect. Clone Wars era. We use a. And then we have like 10 cameos by all by Ahsoka and Anakin and all that stuff. I could totally yes. see that happening. Oh, yeah. But uh, so I'm excited for that. I forgot he was directing one, to be honest. Same. Um, so, yeah. And then here's the last bit of uh, red. There are two bits of random news. Um, the first bit is IGN has confirmed that Idris Elba or Idris Elba will be voicing a Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Not that I've seen the second one. Not that I've seen the first one. I've heard it's good, but I've heard it's it is n- not good actually. But I've most heard it's good for I a video game movie. Who watched it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have heard it's good. It is good for a video game movie. Most people who wanted to watch it in, enjoyed it because they just like Sonic and all of his forms. Sure. Um, as an overall movie, man. But. It is cool that we're getting an expanded mm-hmm. universe for the Blue Hedgehog now. <laughs> yep, yep. And then the last, the last bit of news is mostly just for me. Is the cast of Hulu's sequel to wait? Oh, okay. The cast of Hulu's sequel to How I Met Your Mother has, cast has been revealed, according to PopSugar.com. Hilary Duff will be will be the lead, named Sophie. Francia Reisa will play Valentina, who's Sophie's roommate. Uh, Chris Lowell as Jesse. Tian Tran as Ellen. Sura- oh, God, I'm going to butcher this name. I apologize. Siraj Sharma as Sid, Jesse's roommate, and Tom Ainsley as Charlie. 
And nice. uh, yes, we're finally getting a How I Met Your Father or How Much Your Dad. I don't know. Something like that. Is it actually called that? One of the two. <laughs> nice. I, I know How I Met Your Dad was cir- circulating as, as the name, but uh, the original creators will be back to produce the show. So nice. that's cool. So hopefully it's better than season nine. If anyone Hope who so. watches How I Met Your Mother, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Nope. <laughs> don't watch season nine. I'm just chiming in. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, How many I seasons love that are show. there in, nine. in total? Nine. Okay. Nine. But the last season takes place over three days and it's 24 episodes and they did it horrendously. It was just so bad. Does episode eight provide enough of an ending to the series where if I was to watch it, I'd be satisfied after only? Yes. Eight? Yeah. It, it does? Sweet. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, and the last season nine. The, <laughs> <laughs> the last episode uh, throws the entire show out in the trash can, made really? it completely irrelevant. Wow. Yep. That's it in- was the interesting worst. choice. Uh huh. Interesting choice. Yep, and it's one many many fans choose not to believe. They cut it off halfway through the episode, and wow. watch the alternate ending because there's it was an, that there's bad. There's an alternate. Yeah, they were someone released the alternate ending on the internet, and so people just when they watch it through, they watch that instead. Interesting. Yep. Yep. But anyway, let's so let's talk about these the two shows and the movie that came out uh, in the time yeah. that we did not do a podcast, and that is what if. The Bad Batch season finale parts one and two, and the Suicide Squad. The Suicide it's like, yes. it's like people who say the Ohio State University. Yes. <laughs> I wonder yes. why they decided to go with the Suicide Squad instead of Suicide Squad 2. I wonder. Because it's not technically a sequel. I think it's like half sequel, half a reboot. <laughs> but like, God, the DC is a mess. Yeah. For them to. <laughs> It's, it's funny because, you know, with the old movie, it was just called Suicide Squad. You'd be like, oh, have you seen the Suicide Squad movie? But now yeah. you have to say, like, have you seen the, the Suicide Squad movie? <laughs> it's like, interesting. Well, well, Isn't language incredible? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, tell- I was talking to my mom yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch the Suicide Squad. I'm going to go watch Suicide Squad. Oh, sorry, the Suicide Squad. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Had to correct myself, but uh, so let's talk about what if. Even though we just spent five minutes talking about this, or two seconds talking about this. I was like, hello, was in five minutes. That was I've lost track of time completely. <laughs> what is time? Uh, that's an but anyway, question. But well, that, that's the exact question that what if talk asks. Yes, but not really. What if it we asks... had talked about it for five minutes? <laughs> How would the world be different? <laughs> it wouldn't be. It just make more editing for me. But like, okay, uh, all of that goes <laughs> that four minutes and fifty eight seconds. Just let me just cut that out and move that into the garbage. So what if? Um, yes. So I don't. I don't think we have to go through this episode uh, minute by minute because uh, it's Captain America in the, the Captain America the first Avenger. Uh, but if Captain Carter, uh, if uh, Sharon Carter, Sharon Carter, no. Wrong one. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. Thank you. Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum instead of Steve. Uh, and so apparently Steve becomes Iron Man. So, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. yes. Not that you didn't or, see that in the ad, but. Or like what name did they give him? There's a different, it was the Hydra Stomper. The hi- that's right. The Hydra Stomper. Can Hydra you call, can you say spoiler alert? Like it seems almost ex- like 
scene for scene the exact same as it's also uh, kind of weird saying spoiler alert because this is like even though it is canon it kind of reads the same as like fan fiction would yeah 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 that's true it kind of did feel a little bit like that i will say bucky was hilarious throughout that episode oh yeah i loved all the jokes about his arm there were like three (laughs) jokes about his arm getting ripped off they're all great yeah he was just really sarcastic for no reason but it was great oh yes um yeah i and i thought sharon carter was really good too did it feel like the show was almost too fast though oh yeah no it absolutely did okay like and i get kind of that like they had to but at the same time also scenes were out of order from how they were in In in, like the actual captain america movie Mm -hmm. just isn't too much of like a con or whatever but like also it's like that means more stuff changed than was said that's true that's true there's a lot more also like an interesting thing where like i i understand why they did it completely but it just felt so kind of weird and like forced almost how Mm -hmm. they drew attention to like the change or whatever but like it was like oh the whole thing was like what if Peggy Carter said no when the dude was like, hey, go upstairs, you can watch from there. It's like, <laughs> what if she said no in, in, instead of yes? That's true. But that's not really what created the change. The change was the dude exploded things like way before he did in like the Captain America movie. In the Captain right. America movie, he waited until after Steve was out of the thing to make sure it worked. Then he exploded and he stole the vials or whatever. And this one he chose to do it before. Now it's really easy for the movie to say, and it can say this like justifiably, so that maybe because they were down there, he wanted to explode it earlier mm. instead of waiting because he was up there. And didn't et cetera, et cetera. And but didn't like, Steve get hurt in that too? Is that why he couldn't go in the machine? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was hurt, but like this, this is like uh, obviously the bigger, more important change is like it's like the dude exploded the bomb like so much, or he detonated the bomb i guess that's a better way of phrasing it just exploded the bomb but he 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 didn't the bomb earlier the reason of course that they wanted it to be oh the change is because of what peggy carter said or decided to do is because they wanted to give her agency like her own story and didn't want to have her becoming a superhero be like an accident so that happened to her passively but they wanted to give her an active role Mm-hmm. but still you can figure out a better way of doing that right right that's true like that just it, it felt like a really like forced thing like oh i was gonna say that she chose to stay on there and that somehow made the guy take the bomb earlier and then also unrelatedly the red skull waited like three weeks to get the tesseract like how does that add up right um but like I still like the story it told overall. <laughs> there were some things where you're absolutely right. It felt very rushed at a lot of times. Well, I mean, you do have, you, you have to find a way to fit what is it like an hour and a half hour, 45 minute movie into 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish they had gone with the, maybe like a 40 minute route instead of 30 or whatever it was. It might've been even less than that. I don't remember. It was at least half an hour. I remember that it was at least. Yeah. I th- Half an hour. This is like 32 minutes, whatever. Maybe maybe could have gone a little bit more long form. Not like an hour, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, and- it, maybe this is just, I don't know. But how 
was Peggy buff already? She didn't seem like she changed. Like unlike Steve, who went from like this little tiny skinny guy to this big buff. She did change some. She, just, she, oh, like, okay. More buff. It wasn't as noticeable because she oh, was okay. already like uh like and somewhat she, buff, yeah. but like her height in, increased. Oh, okay. Um, a lot. I was like, that was like the most. Uh, noticeable part and mm-hmm. she did get more muscular as well but just with the oh, okay. animation style and how she already was it just wasn't as noticeable so it was more like it was like a more defined muscle as opposed to just yeah being ripped like as opposed to just being not ripped to being ripped gotcha yeah gotcha yeah gotcha. like unlike scrawny steve or whatever <laughs> yeah uh, okay, what did you think about the animation style? Like, I mean, this is probably a conversation we could have had a while ago when we first got trailers for it, but yeah. But even with the trailers, it wasn't as easy to tell how the animation style would play out right over the course of the whole true. episode. While now we know it well because we have at least we have exactly one episode, mm-hmm. um, one full episode, I will mm-hmm. say. Um, there are parts of it where, like, I'm not just super fond of this style, but I do like how this style very easily lends itself to what I'll call like comic book scenes. Mm-hmm. Like one of the scenes where uh, Hydra is wherever and, and Captain Carter comes and like bashing around, it's like pow and you know, mm-hmm. bang or whatever. And it's like the freeze frames and the little yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it just looks very much like a comic book. And I, and I did like that. I, I did enjoy that. I think, sometimes like the facial expressions and like motions were a little too like clunky for me yeah almost but it's it's just all kind of part of the style just what they chose Mm -hmm. um and that's that might be an intentional result it's not necessarily my favorite animation style but i do think it kind of works right it's a very similar animation style to um uh, Star Wars Resistance, and I know a lot, a lot of people did not like that when it first came out. Um, so I've, I've actually gotten used to it because I did watch Resistance, um, and at first it was really weird. But uh, same thing with, with Resistance. You're right. They was really clunky movement at times. Um, so, I mean, but uh, I enjoyed the episode. It was good. It was fine. Um, I don't think there was enough of a change in, the, in it to, like, I don't know. Um, one part that I thought was kind of that because see the main issue I had with like the episode or no, like or not the main issue per se, but just something that I noticed in like, the episode is, is it was trying very hard to kind of tell us Captain America's story, but then add Captain Carter's story in there as well. We have all the same beats. Mm-hmm. As Captain America, the first Avenger that, that, that they had to fit in all the important right. plot points from that. And then all of the important plot points that were sp- specific to Captain Carter herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the really weird parts of it that I didn't like is the fact that she got the shield. Because in the Captain America story... When he first got the power, he first got the serum or whatever, and had to chase that dude down. He had the car door, 
uh, newspaper like that. That's what kind of first mm-hmm. inspired the shield. He got it in the, uh, in like the Sadoxin bonds show that he did his little shield there. Mm-hmm. And then when he was finally getting suited up in an official outfit, uh, Howard Stark was like, Hey, you've had shields for a while here. Let me show you these designs I've mocked up. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out like a unpainted unfinished shield. And was like, how about this one? And, and, and uh, Howard was like, no, you don't want that one. It's just a prototype. Mm-hmm. And it all made sense of the story. And it was, and, but it was, it was, it was very like rewarding for the audience to see him finally get that shield because of what it meant to him as a character, even before mm-hmm. the Captain America thing, where he's using like the garbage can lid to defend himself. Mm-hmm. But then Captain Carter was just like, Oh, here's a shield. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was what it was. That's all, that's, that's all that plot point was. And it was the vibranium shield that in the original story, Howard Stark was like, don't take this one. It's just like, it's, it's garbage. It can't serve you how these other ones can. So right. what, what changed where he was just now like, Oh, you've literally never used a shield for anything before here. It's never been part of your character. Have this prototype shield. I would have never given anyone in any other timeline like what caused that? right right well that's that's where i think like the more longer form style would have definitely benefited is you know you put that little storyline in there explain how that's different um you know because they did choose to omit certain things here obviously they had to omit things because they're not going to make another hour and a half captain america movie but animated yeah um so if they did that i would watch the heck out of that right right but uh so i mean it was interesting that cut that part necessary cut that part but uh yeah uh if you guys have noticed i haven't contributed much to this conversation i watched it uh i was it was three o'clock in the morning and i was not awake for it all so i remember bits and pieces of it but uh i did like like i said like i thought captain bucky was awesome in the in the episode because he was really funny and i think uh captain carter was really cool too especially when she flipped the tank that was sick oh, yes <laughs> uh the last note i have about uh, this whole uh, series. I guess I have two notes mm-hmm. to technically, but the last one is a much smaller note. But the other big one that I have is, uh, well, although you were pretty tired, do you remember the champion of Hydra uh, thing from like towards the end of, of the episode? Wow, you, no. you, you really didn't see any of it then no huh? i really i really need to go back i really needed to rewatch it. I had a whole nother day to do it but today <laughs> it worked and all last mm-hmm. week all, all last week i was trying to watch i was trying to catch up on so i blast i last week i watched 95 episodes of a, t- of a tv show so i could get caught up what tv show my hero academia i, t- I was talking about this <laughs> oh, with yeah. rj a couple okay. weeks ago when we were talking when i said uh, i had started it and every tv show i watch gets canceled <laughs> And he's like, please stop watching it. But anyway, I caught up. Please stop watching TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I caught up. And so like, that's all I was doing. And I didn't really feel like I'll back to watch Captain, the, this episode, but I will before the next one. Cause anyway, I feel like they're all inter- interconnected. Yeah. Um, but with uh, Captain Carter, uh, Captain Carter is able to obtain the Tesseract before Red Skull ob- obtains the tesseract okay so since red soul doesn't have that he's looking for other things to use and he decides to 
summon what was referred to as the champion of Hydra. Okay. And when I first heard that, I got really, really excited mm-hmm. because in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, uh, it explores more of Hydra's origins. And you find out that in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. universe, Hydra was initially formed as a cult that worshipped this like really ancient inhuman uh parasite who was trapped <laughs> on like oh whatever uh so the really neat arc i really liked that arc so when red skull was like the champion of hydra i was like it's going to be hive which is yeah, yeah, yeah. that like in, in, in human parasite thing yeah i think they went into yeah. that and i either watched a video about that alternate arc or it or I think it was in the comics as well, or okay. I they were or it was in the 2010 Avengers show. I don't remember, but anyway, all right. So yeah, I was like, it's it's like it's it is going to be Hive. It has to be Hive. This is going to be super cool because it'll even though Agents of Shield as as a whole is not canon, it will canonize this one part of Agents of Shield, which will be super neat. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then eventually the champion of Hydra is summoned and -hmm. it is this giant, like huge, like octopus looking creature thing, all these tentacles and everything, which I mean, hive is like a, is like human size. And and it has like a, a, it has like tentacles on its face and all this stuff, but it's not like this giant, oops. It's, it's not this giant like creature. So Oh no, wait, I did. I woke. I think this is exactly when I woke up. Yeah, okay, I okay, saw it. Okay. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the kind of just like bummed me out because I was like, why would you kind of invent this new creature? Right. Even I'm sure there's comic book origins for it too, but I was like, you could have just used, used Hive. It would have uh. been great. It would have been kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Or just call it Hive. Even if it is this giant thing, still so say it's like, oh, it's like larger for whatever reason, but no. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, so that that kind of bummed me out because I was really looking forward to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. being a little more canonized because that arc especially was super, super neat. Getting to explore all of the origins of, of Hydra was so cool. They need, to, they need to put that on freaking Disney Plus already so I can watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I really want to watch that show. But yes, so that was just my one big critique. Uh, you said there was that. another note. Yeah. Yeah, my one other note that I've seen people complain about online that I kind of see a, a solution for kind of, I just wanted to point it out here because mm-hmm. obviously uh, without the Tesseract, Kevin Carter doesn't go down in like the ice or whatever, but they want to bring her up to the current time frame like Captain America was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how they do that is like, the champion of Hydra was trying to like emerge from this portal. So they have to close the portal, but the creature is like holding the portal open. So Kevin Carter has to basically like push the creature back inside and goes oh, in, okay. in like the process there. Um, and it shows her doing that. And then it immediately cuts to 70 years in the future when uh, shield has a tesseract and they're experimenting on it. And just like when it's yeah, I did up, see that yeah, yeah, Loki yeah. or whatever, it opens up, but captain Carter, Carter. and some, these tentacles pop out 
And a bunch of people were like, the Tesseract can't do that. It only transports people across space. It can't transport people across time. It's an alternate universe. It can. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, m- my way of thinking around that is like, it's, it could have very simply just transported her across space to whatever dimension this creature is in. Then time moves much qu- quicker there. Okay. And it yeah, opens yeah. up and whatever, and then she's back there. And that's not even that much in terms of mental gymnastics, bending your mind around that. People need to be told things. Like how it happened. Right. What? So people need to be told things sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I still don't necessarily like how it happened because it was very quick. It was very abrupt. And there was like the last dance line at like the end, super yeah. quick, super abrupt. And then, it was, and then it, was, it was over. And I was like, that is kind of unsatisfying as an end. Right. Uh, it didn't. It, did, it didn't have anywhere close to the same emotional weight. I know people might say, "Oh, because it didn't give you the time to get attached to them." But even still, I feel like it could have had significantly more emotional weight if there was more of a turmoil towards the end. Right. So just a quick into the portal, out of the portal. Oh no, and then over. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, last, but yeah. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. I was say last. Last part of like last bit about what if is uh, apparently some they released or someone leaked the episode titles or what each episode was about. Um. Uh, so next episode, which actually they just posted, I did see that. The, day, the titles look horrible. Yeah, it's the so the next one's uh, T'Challa Star Lord. Uh, episode three Hor- is horrible names. Can we talk about how awful yeah. that that name is? Oh, it gets worse. Uh, episode <laughs> three is Loki Invasion. Episode four is Doctor Strange Supreme. H- horrible name too. They're just episode five is bad. Party Thor. <laughs> episode six is Killmonger and Tony. Oh my god. Episode that... 7 is zombies. At least that one goes with the comics. <sighs> so we have to wait six more episodes for zombies, which is kind of unfortunate, but at least hopefully it pays off. Um, and ep- <laughs> Episode 8 is Tony and Sakaar, which I think is a planet from Thor Ragnarok. Oh, interesting. Um, and then, Which I don't think we've seen anything from. But uh, And then Episode 9 is... <laughs> Ultron, Vision, Infinity Stones, and Guardians of the Multiverse. That's, that's such a horrible, horrible title. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so also, wh- why are they trying to fit that much into the last episode? Yeah, or just why title the episode that? What? There's, there's no reason. None of those titles sound good. The only oh. one is like zombies, and then like uh, the one with Captain uh, Carter. Yeah, yeah, Captain Carter, Carter, and then Killmonger and Tony, or whatever the title of that one was. Yeah. That one at least isn't horrible. <laughs> it's not but good. Like, they're not good titles. You'd expect they, them to be. They did not. They did better not, than that. The creativity went into the show, and then they forgot the names until the end. And we were just like, just call it what happens in the episode. But so, and also one thing I will say about the next episode obviously i don't know how it'll play out yet mm-hmm. but it, i recently rewatched guardians of the galaxy and i totally forgot about this until my my rewatch here but the reason uh peter quail calls himself star lord is because his mom's nickname for him was star lord <laughs> so it has a lot of like emotional weight there for him because his mom was a very important figure in his life. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. But 
to just give another character the name of Star Lord. Yeah, it was weird. What how the, are you gonna and you have to how think, are you gonna put that together? They and at the beginning of the movie, they they give a reason as to why he's not on Earth anymore. Why is T'Challa not on Earth anymore? I mean, because well, I I believe in one of the ads it shows him being like abducted ah. and all that stuff. But I mean, I, I don't know how there's no way that they can give him agency over this like they gave Captain Carter agency because mm-hmm. the only reason that they would have to abduct him is because the cosmic being who was uh, Quill's dad came and slept with uh, someone in, in like Wakanda instead of America. Peter Quill's mom. Yeah, But also... It wouldn't be T'Challa then necessarily because he wouldn't have the same dad. Right. So I really don't understand how they're going to make that arc work and have it make sense. But maybe with, with a lot of the liberties they took with Captain Carter, they'll do the same thing here. But I don't... Right. Well, and then he... And then a lot more. If you remember the commercial, he ends up back in New York for the Loki invasion. Oh, I did not How does he get back that. to New York? How wow. does he get back to Earth? And, and also an important question about that as well is like, I'm just going to say he looks really happy in all the trailers that we, that we've yeah. seen him in so far. Star Lord, like Peter Quill was like abused and like yeah. became like, it's, I really don't know how they're going to make I, this. Okay. I guess they could like, there's a recent story. That I think it's a 2017 run of, of uh, black Panther. I believe they did the intergalactic kingdom of Wakanda. They could do something with that. I don't know why he'd leave that, but that's a possibility. I don't know. A, yeah. I guess we'll find out on Wednesday, uh, tomorrow for everyone listening to this. Uh, but yeah. uh, today is Monday, so well, it's not <laughs> for people listening. Anyway. Um, unless, unless you are listening to this on a Monday, in which case the episode of What If It's Already Released, you should just go <laughs> watch it and see for yourself. Unless you're listening to it way too far in the future and they've redacted all of them for some reason. <laughs> Uh, and if you're an alien, welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully you came in peace. Uh, if not, uh, why are you listening to this? Yeah, I mean, it seems kind of weird to just leave Everyone here is Mark out, Hamill. Out there, yeah. You should probably destroy this with all of all of, all of of the <laughs> other human uh, records that you're destroying. This would be... Please don't, please don't have this be one of the last remains of civilization. <laughs> Imagine, like, hundreds of years from now, scholars are just digging up what they can. There's like, this, this is like the only podcast this left. This is on my hard drive. <laughs> Like they find my hard drive. Oh my god! There was just. Oh. I I really hope this isn't what this ends up being. I mean, way too much pressure. Way too much pressure. They find this like because because I mean, you have to think that 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 one of the reasons that Shakespeare was so popular is because like he he was the only artist who had any like copies of stuff left from that time. Like scholars are going back and they could only find copies of Shakespeare's works. Right. Right. So that's why he's so well known. What if we become like the next Shakespeare, like super far <laughs> up there? Like they can only find our records. They don't, they don't have any other of the much of the, like the significantly higher quality material being produced right now. They only have ours. And like, Oh, this is, this is good. These are geniuses. Let's Ladies like, and gentlemen, now for the, on them, yeah. now for Mrs. Wright's sixth grade classes performance. <laughs> Of Jimbo's life films, The Phantom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Which isn't even our own personal work. It's based on something else. But they don't know that because there's no more copies of Lord of the Flies. Exactly. Yeah. 
You know what they're gonna find this and be like, Jimbo Slice films are frauds. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> scholars are like like researching this, like listening to this, like annotating, and they're like in the margins, there's like Lord of the Flies question mark, you know? <laughs> like look into this. <laughs> <laughs> A work improved upon by the chip roasting team? Question mark. <laughs> oh man! Uh, can you imagine? Oh god! Uh, anyway, anyway, bad batch. I, <laughs> I think that's enough for what if for right now. My only note is I hope that those names are not the real names. I'm hoping that those are just like fan made names or whatever, or placeholder names. I hope that they're not the, the real ones, but they probably are. Probably. They, they probably are. Have you ever been, have you, maybe this is just because I used to wake up and watch it in the early in the morning before, like at 3.30 for WandaVision. <laughs> I woke up so early that they didn't have titles on Disney Plus. And I saw, and I didn't know oh, a wow. bunch of the titles for WandaVision until I went back and rewatched them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny because they, they just come up with episode one episode two but anyway so bad batch season one finale and as we mentioned earlier and as we and as mentioned earlier they're coming back for season two Mm -hmm. um so uh so really quick before we get into any discussion of what actually happened just overall abstract thoughts abstract vibes did you like the finale as a whole and did you like each part individually? Was there one part you liked significantly more or were they both kind of uh, equal? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I like them together. Um, I think they fit really well together. Individually, the first one was better than the second part. The first part was better than the second part. Um, I wish they hadn't come out and said season two was happening before the first half of the finale. Oh, I did not see that announcement at all. Oh, so you really thought they were dead after no, the first no. part? Oh, okay. I, yeah, okay. I knew that they were uh, alive still. Or it would just it been. Would've, it would have been such a baller ending if they had died. Right. I, if they uh, had wrote once. That, literally yeah, wrote yeah, once. Yeah. The exact yeah. same way. That would have been such a baller ending to the series but i just figured as a as a kid's cartoon they probably wouldn't have the same rogue one-ish ending right that's true that's fair but um i, I don't know if, if they had like left it off and left this on like are, are they alive obviously there's one more episode but how how alive are they but uh yeah they came out and said mm, season two was happening it was like ah yeah I no that alive. last episode was just like 25 minutes of just static <laughs> <laughs> It's it actually was twenty five minutes of the uh, Spider Man. No, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no home trailer. Trailer, yeah, <laughs> and it has to be twenty five minutes long because there's that much stuff happening in the movie. I mean, the movie's like it's three t- weeks, so <laughs> <laughs> it's two minutes per hour. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. uh. <laughs> but yeah, but, so yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed it um, together. Um, Hunter was kidnapped. Hunt, yes. So they went to Camino to save him. Yes, they did. And Camino was mostly abandoned. And Omega's like, what's going on? And the Bad Batch mm-hmm. were like, look, it's being decommissioned. Why is it being decommissioned? Mm-hmm. It has to do with the bases we've seen where they're no longer training clones. Mm-hmm. 
and and we've seen where they're trading the stormtroopers already so we kind of knew that this was coming yeah um but they were eventually going to abandon camino um yes so they they did more than abandon that i will say that oh yeah but uh uh, I, I did like the scene where they had to fight against the, the droids in the combat practice, yes. all six of them. I, I really liked that plan that Omega had mm-hmm. just because it was a really dumb plan. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it, it worked, <laughs> but it was super chaotic, super dumb, and I loved it so much. That was, a, that was fantastic. I, I feel like all too often in Star Wars, you'll have dumb plans that like work perfectly. Yes. This is a dumb plan that worked like horribly, but still kind of worked. <laughs> that is the best way to horribly describe Star Wars. Someone has a dumb plan and it works. Yes. That is the best way to describe ever. Mm-hmm. All these books back here, they had a dumb plan and it worked. It's all, it's, it's all worked out. Always worked out. Yep. Except... And- and Shadowfall, but let's not ruin anything. So yeah, so Omega's plan was like, because the rest of the Bad Batch went up. Uh, I mean, Tech, Echo, and Hacker went up to fight Crosshair and save Hunter, but it was a trap, of course. It's a trap! But Omega was like, I want to come, and they're like, no, stay down here, and then if we need help, then go and get help somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Omega, so Omega was like, oh, they need help, but I'm not going to just run and get help, so... I will instead arm all these robots and they'll go up there and they'll shoot everybody. And then maybe we can get away. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's able to do it. And they literally just go up there and they start shooting everybody. And it catches crosshair like off guard in like, enough. Like they were all talking at that point. Like I want to, I wanted to stress that it kind of had all balanced out mm-hmm. and they were talking they were still like armed and pointing at each other, but they were talking Right. Well, I didn't. Oh, and, and start shooting. And, no, and don't forget that they killed the stormtroopers that were with them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah because the stormtroopers were like, "Oh, we're going to shoot them." And Crosshair was like, uh, "Actually, I have mirrors set all the way up around this room, so I can fire one shot and kill all of you." And Which was like, epic. That was that so was so cool. epic. Like that was. I really like that episode. Like, yeah. Episode fifteen, fantastic episode. Mm-hmm. It's up there. It's kind of like number. It's kind of like episode one. It was really, really, really good. Yeah. It was yeah. up there with number one. Uh, it's unfortunate so, that the first and then the second and the last episode were the best. Yeah. Though there are a lot of good ones in between, but most of the season was kind of meh. Uh, but yes, so they go up and they're like, we don't leave our own behind. And Crosshair was like, you left me behind. And I was like, oh my God. And then, oh my God, they, yeah, they did leave him behind. And then there's the whole standoff where they're kind of talking. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like it might work itself out by talking if, you know, whatever happens. Like if it had been a standard Star Wars episode it, I, I feel like they would have just kept talking right and whatever happened no just a bunch of robots come out and start shooting at all of them they all kind of scatter mm-hmm. and crosshair no longer has like the advantage because obviously he can hit like any target right uh basically so he no longer because he's distracted now so they're kind of more an even playing field mm-hmm. and like but they're all getting shot at and they fought together uh, which is the first time we'd seen that since the first time they did this in episode one for yes. tarkin and 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 the clone wars Okay, well, yeah. Episodes, but, uh, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, I meant the first time in the show since episode one. Where they worked together before Crosshair yes. turned on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, But yeah, so then Omega comes up and they're all like... And then they knock Crosshair out somehow. They're like... Oh, no, wait. Wait, did, they, did he tell them about the inhibitor chip before or after this? 
Oh, you're right. It was after this. Okay. I think. Or maybe, I think it was it before. No, it was, it was after because Omega was up there. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm right. 97% sure. Okay. But yeah, he was like, they were like, we'll remove your inheritor chip. And I was like, the amount of times they're referencing the inheritor chip, I feel like there's going to be some kind of twist. <laughs> and I was kind of expecting him to be like, I removed it, but I also kind of wasn't expecting that. And he was like, I, re- I removed my inheritor chip. And I was like, oh, well. Right. Yeah. It was an interesting twist. Cause like, so, I, like it was, it was almost like, well, maybe he got it removed. Maybe he didn't because he's being so loyal. And then later, uh, eventually he does say again, good soldiers follow orders, which is very unlike yeah, so the bad he match. really believed that. Yeah. He, like he really believes he should be on the side of the empire. Mm-hmm. So oof. <laughs> uh, but it is good to see that, that there is more of a conflict here than because if it was just an easy, like, oh, we'll just remove your inhibitor chip. Oh, I'm good now. It's not as right. as interesting. Seeing him mm-hmm. actually believing in what he's following, mm-hmm. that's an interesting story. Right. Right. But yeah, so then he's add something to Crosshair's character yeah. than just, then he, oh, he's being brainwashed. He's been brainwashed to be an yeah. inhibitor chip. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gives him more agency mm-hmm. as well. It, it leads to an interesting uh, back and forth and all that. Mm-hmm. But then he's stunned, knocked unconscious, and they're coming out. They're like, you know, we'll just go. And then all of a sudden, the Empire's like, oh, has everyone been evacuated and then they're like as the essential personnel have there's some clones fighting some lowly clones <laughs> uh and then the guy's like cool fire destroy everything and they do and it was such I a cool ready. visual scene i love that scene so, so much mm-hmm. something especially that has so much significance to star wars yeah mm-hmm. me completely a brittle a brittle obliterated there we go english is hard um no yeah my words were obliterated because it played such a big role in episode two and three as well as the clone wars series and overall yeah like and then even the movies mm -hmm. like like, i mean we've seen it live action but we've seen it animated for a while too because it's been Mm -hmm. a lot of clone wars episodes right i mean that's where we got to meet some of our favorite clones was in the training episode of season three Um, yeah so i mean this played an essential part to a lot of this era of star wars that everyone's come to know and love and a large portion of the a large a lot not a large portion of this this show but a lot of the show took place there too i mean it was essential to how they even how they got together as the bad batch or this version of the bad batch with omega um and it was omega's home this entire time oh didn't in this episode didn't we also find out omega's older than them yes which i kind of figured since she was like one of two original right clones the alpha and the omega I, yeah but it was it was neat to say that confirmed they're like oh yeah she's our older sister technically mm-hmm. right. even though we're her fathers now basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah and then they just said uh we don't need camino anymore and blew the city to shreds yeah and then that's where the episode ended very cool scene i also like how they didn't confirm that the bad batch survived until the next episode mm-hmm. they're like oh yeah the entire city they were in just exploded and then fell into the ocean mm-hmm. and that's and that was how they how they how they ended up yeah which again if that are, i think that had, would have had more weight if they didn't announce season two right before that episode but yeah oh well um knowing there was one more episode we probably could have figured out that there was yeah. they were alive but i do feel it would have been a little more dramatic if even after that episode just just like in the credits, they announced like 
the Bad Batch were returning to season two. Haha, mm-hmm. no, we're just kidding. They're not going to return. <laughs> They're all dead. Peace out. And that was just the final screen that, that you saw. And then so you're Mar- like, this, and then you were like, but there are 16 episodes. And you go, they never release another episode. That's just it. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mark Hamill's original plan, but they, they said, uh, Mark, we can't do that. This is a children's show. And he said, fine. Oh, speaking of that, so this, this reminded me of one note from what if? Because uh, there, there was just supposed to be 10 episodes, is what originally was announced. Then we got the episode list and the early states we saw there were, there were only nine mm-hmm. episodes. I saw somewhere that they made a 10th episode, but then they deemed it like t- t- too dark or something like that for this season. So they like scrubbed it from the list, which is why it's only like a nine episode season now. So I don't know how much weight to give that to, but that's intense. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, oh, and the last, or I guess we'll talk about the next episode. Uh, basically the next episode is them just trying to escape Camino and not die. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's literally that's it. all it is. There's some interesting points where like Omega saves Crosshair, then Crosshair mm-hmm. saves Omega. Mm-hmm. But then at, at the very end of the episode, they still do part ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, Camino is still destroyed. They don't like, yeah. They don't somehow come up with a way to travel back in time with particles f- from a different movie and then restore <laughs> everything. No, they don't. But uh, they just keep that ending, right? But then at the very end, I don't know if you saw this, where they and landed at the next Imperial base. Um, that scientist lady who came out and received the old yes. one. I think she's going to be the big bad for season two. Really. Because mm-hmm. she was the one who wanted gonna... Omega to survive, and she kind of right. helped the Bad Batch out and everything. You think she's she's like no, no, not her, like... no, 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 the other scientist, the one, oh. the other Imperial scientist. Oh. I think she's going to be the big bad for season two. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, the, not <laughs> not the Kaminoan, yeah. the other one, the one who received the Kaminoan. All right, all right. Yeah. So uh, and then yeah, I think they'll probably. probably be going after Omega as well. Do Again. you think we're going to get into uh, like kind of like the arc of? the Mandalorian when they went to that Imperial base and there was like that cloning stuff there. They might. This is going they to might. lead up to that, like directly. They could. Uh, I don't know. Cause that was all in reaction to Palpatine's death. That's part of operation Cinder, I believe, um, which they go into a lot more in the books and the mm, video games. So I don't know. I mean, they could be laying so, the groundwork for it. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was thinking of kind of just seeing they would start with that. There'd be some hints. Right. Do it or whatever, like knowing that it would build up to that. Right, but you maybe. are at that that it is like that's still like what like twenty five years off. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know how long or or during what's how long this season took. It we don't know if it was a month. We don't know if it was a year. We know it wasn't two or three years. Yeah, probably like children probably a couple months. Pretty fast. And Omega stayed like the exact same. Yeah. So like I, so you know we'll see. Uh, the, I I bet you that it was more in depth three days. That, uh, <laughs> they pulled uh, a how i met your mother <laughs> uh i bet you they go in depth about the clone uh how the clones were discharged from them uh, from the military or from the imperial military um they'll probably, probably. They might, might go to depth about that um we might see cody which apparently a lot of people thought we were gonna see cody uh we might see more rex we might see uh wolf so who knows who we'll see actually yeah 
and it so is it's all up in the air kind of like a, a neat thing there's a lot of speculation a lot by us even that there'd be a lot of bigger characters that they were saving until this season f- finale here mm-hmm. but i do kind of like the season finale was like only them it was basically right. only those six uh, characters right right um i also don't think we're going to see much across hair anymore um, I feel like he's gonna go oh, separate yeah? ways from both the Empire and the Bad Batch because obviously he didn't leave with the Bad Batch, and the Empire wants nothing to do with him. I mean, obviously they left him for dead. So I actually kind of feel the opposite way, where I think okay. next season we actually may get to see more of him than we did in this season, even because in this season he was only in like what, like five episodes? Couple episodes, yeah. He wasn't in very much. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like there'll be more where he's like he's doing his own thing still, but I think they'll have some overlapping arcs, and then maybe end of next season or whatever they may have they may attempt to do again what they tried in this past episode where they're like mm-hmm. come back to the team right or maybe the bad batch becomes evil and they join the empire they're like crosshair you were right <laughs> you were right we're on the empire now <laughs> but uh yeah uh, so overall did you like this i mean star wars has a bad track record with first seasons of animated television shows uh, overall, but how do you feel about this this first season overall i like this one i really like how it picked up right where the clone wars left left off and mm-hmm. gave us more context with how the empire uh first started mm-hmm. up we and saw like, some of that know. transition too i mean especially yeah, in the yeah. early episodes where they changed the imperial credits and how everyone had to get ids and stuff like that so yeah so. i i very much like uh world building as a general concept and i really like how it how it played out in this series here so mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I liked it. You know, there were parts, there were elements that weren't my favorite, but at the end, this is a cartoon for children. Right. So I mean, right, for, right, for, right. for everything it was, it was pretty nice. Yeah. I think it was one, one as far as the cartoon shows go, it was, had probably one of the better first seasons. Um, and I think that, especially with the, this not being a very long time, um, I definitely think they could, they, the show can go on for a while. Um, we could definitely have six or seven seasons if they wanted to, um, but it really oh, depends yeah. on where they pick up next. Um, if they pick up immediately after the, after this, which is what I hope they do, then you know, can go anywhere. You know, we're yeah. learn we learn we'll learn more and more about the Empire. We'll get to see different people that maybe people who read books will enjoy more. We'll see people who pe- uh, from other TV shows. We'll see. Maybe with a bad batch will appear in Kenobi. Maybe Kenobi will appear yes. in the Bad Batch. Who knows? Speaking of uh, bad <laughs> batches, going <laughs> uh, shift Great gears transition. a little bit to uh, to DC with their new movie, The Suicide Squad. Yep, <laughs> just the <laughs> the movie V. Yes, V. All right, so I watched this yesterday. It's fresh in my mind. Um, Yes, I watched it. it. Came out a week and a half ago, I think. Oh, it did come out a week and a half ago. I don't, I don't remember when I watched it then, but it was like a week ago or whatever. Um, so just like the movie, we're gonna get right into it. Uh, the yeah. movie did not wait to get started. I love they how it started. Immediately, just like, hey, guess what? You are on the Suicide Squad now. Um, Fantastic. And I start. Lo- it was a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy Two, where it's just like, hey, guess what? We're gonna face this monster now. And Groot's going to go over there and dance. Uh, but there yes. was no dancing in this. Um, just lots of instant death. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I see one thing I didn't really think too hard about until I saw the opening scene of this was like, you know, the original Suicide Squad movie, where they didn't have as much suicide or death <laughs> or whatever as the name would no. indicate. This movie did did One not more wait. walking. One I more think walking. like what was it? It was like five or six minutes into the movie, like eight characters had died. Someone died before it was Weasel. Weasel died before he even got to the the, the yeah. beach. He yes. fell out no of the plane and drowned. No one checked if Weasel could swim. <laughs> and that was and I had this written down. I was like, okay, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this movie is going to be fantastic. As soon as I saw Weasel <laughs> drowning, I was like, this is going to be a fantastic movie. Because the, the other thing that I really liked seeing the, that the original Suicide Squad movie did not have is you got to see the other side of, of, of like the board. Uh-huh. Like, like the room full of operatives who like mm-hmm. planned this operation out, who were keeping track of things. Right. You had to see that side of things, which the original movie did, did not have. This one had it, and it was fantastic. I love, I love them taking bets, the whole pool on like who would survive. That was and who great. Would die. Yeah. Fantastic scene. Just let's go back to Weasel for the, the way he fell out of the plane. He just like, it's almost like he was pushed and he just like, ah, he belly flops, hits the water. Oh my God. And he immediately starts drowning. Yes. Uh, which I mean, I didn't realize he'd be, oh, I didn't goodness. realize he'd die that quickly. Uh, I thought he was going to be the brains of the operation, but I uh, guess I was wrong. Which did you know? Do you know who played which, that character? Do you know who played Weasel? No, who? He, uh, it was, um, it was James Gunn's brother. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who is in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's, oh, wow. uh, uh, he's the guy who ends up getting Yondu's whistle or with Yondu's oh, yeah? arrow. Yep. That's him. That's huh. Sean Gunn. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is neat. Yeah. That is neat. <laughs> I thought that was now, funny. now you keep saying, you know, <laughs> Weasel died. Weasel Immediately. Drowned. Did you stay for either one of the post-credit scenes? I they didn't. I didn't see them. No, oh, I, I watched it at home. They weren't. I, oh, well, they didn't show no, me. No, you know, I, I watched it on like on oh, HBO Max I saw as well. One of them. I saw like, the one where he ended up being alive. What? So the, the oh, audio stopped the, there for some reason. Is that good? You, can yeah. I, can you hear yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw the one where he was alive. Okay. Yes. I didn't that see was the fantastic other one. scene too. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there's one more at the end, but the one where like Weasel, he's just buys lying down there, and he's like coughing up the water. He's alive, and he just hobbles off. They're like, that is so funny. Yeah, that is so funny to me. So he's yeah. just on the island now. He doesn't actually die. Then he like does survive, and that is so absurd. Just oh my god, such great choices. Just great choices. But all around, uh, I, I will say that I think the most important moment in DCEU history was the moment Pete Davidson's face got blown off because it, because it, because that was when I realized, okay, now DC can go all in, like, as long as like, they, oh, yeah, they can be who DC needs to be because this right here, this movie was what need, DC needs to go towards, and 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 like, I will say as well, just like abstractly that if DC keeps doing what they did with like the suicide squad here, then honestly, that might be like the move here. Mm-hmm. We just have very loose interconnected films that are kind of connected, but kind of not right. Like when you have like suicide squad, birds of prey, the suicide squad, it's like, right. what goes with what it's kind of the same characters. Is it connected? Is it not honestly keep doing that? 
don't tell us what is canon, what is not. Just keep doing these just weird, keep me, like, yeah. like, just like remake the same movie like four times. And I just, <laughs> it keeps being like this. That's totally chill. This, this was a great watch. <laughs> but I, so just, I, I saw everyone starting to die. I was like, where, what? already and yeah. the fact when that guy starts swimming away amanda wall is like you better go, go back go back and he's like nope i ain't going back and he's dead too so they all die except harley obviously because she can't die yes but they all died pete davidson's face shot right off yes yeah, so no well uh harley quinn and also agent what's his name oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hammer not soldier hammer. guy not him what's his name it starts with a W, maybe? Is that right? Yeah, it does. Flag. Flag. No, not a W. <laughs> flag, yes. Wait, that, wait. Am I spelling flag wrong? W-F-L-A-G-G? Ah. All right. Um, but yeah, so... Is my name not pronounced Folly? It does kind of look like that everybody dies in, in like, the initial bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh because uh yeah they're all just there the entire army comes to meet them <laughs> and i really like seeing all of their powers a lot of their powers were like neat i like the i don't remember his name but the guy who's just arms detached like an action oh yeah, action yeah, yeah. Uh, do not remember his name i think it was like wdc is like tdc or something like that that sounds right yeah uh, maybe i don't know something like that i, I liked him i liked the british guy with like the staff thing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. when when she t- when he told harley to, <laughs> like take this and and she's like and what yeah and do what no yeah because like he was like carry this for and then he died and she was like for who carry it for who <laughs> and who do the army surrounds her and she's like carry it for who he won't tell me damn it <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we start off in the best possible way oh yeah just um just immediately you're like okay this is a, a suicide squad that's not just a name for it like people right. are dying here right well, and then we find out that there's another team going on the other yes. side but since they had the entire yes. army there there was no one to meet them which um, i was very glad for some of the characters who were on it because i really liked uh, from like the ads even before the ads when I saw the list of characters mm-hmm. the idea of 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 Ratcatcher 2 yeah. and Polka Dot Man mm-hmm. I love those characters like, so, so I was really glad when they went on the first team that all died because like, I want to see them throughout the movie here right. so when they were on like the actual team or whatever I was like this is so cool because mm-hmm. Ratcatcher 2 I will say was my I think my favorite character in the entire show yeah I liked I really liked Ratcatcher as well um I didn't think Idris Elba could say fuck that much. <laughs> Wait, he was who he was uh, Bloodshot, I think. Yes, 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 yes. All I oh yes, yeah, no, yeah, Blood, uh, Bloodsport, sport, Bloodsport yeah. or Bloodsport, yeah, Bloodsport. Yes, um, just that whole group was great. They had a great group dynamic, and you're right. I really like Ratcatcher too, um, or Ratcatcher too as well. Uh, <laughs> um just the fact that that, did you know who ratcatcher one was in the flashback scenes did who the actor was no taika watiti oh really yeah wow sweet (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, anyway, so, so, cool. they're, so they're going through the forest, and then they go to the back, the background story, um, where they were yeah. kind of getting the gang together. Um, and I like how Bloodsport and Peacemaker were described in the exact same way. <laughs> And he's like, Such he, a he's, he, he was like, he does the exact same thing I do. And he's like, yeah, but I do it better. <laughs> I lo- I loved Peacemaker's whole sh- whole or whatever, where he was like, I will achieve peace by any means necessary, no matter how many people, and in the sense, I need to kill to do so. <laughs> well, that was one of the because I wrote out a bunch of quotes. I love that was one of them. I love peace. I don't care how many men, women, or children I have to kill to achieve it. <laughs> it's like the Peacemaker is like yes, but also oh kill everyone, and. It was so American. It's not even funny. It was so great. Oh, yeah. Um, I Peacemaker was hilarious. John Cena did a great job. Like I was a little bit. I, I was like John Cena acting. Are we sure? But he did a really good job. Um, and he was he was awesome. Um, yeah, I really like their whole back and forth when like like when they were in the woods going through what they thought was in was was in an <laughs> enemy camp and trying to be a camp of allies when they were like shooting everybody and trying to one up each, each other. other. With how they did it, <laughs> they got there. It's like, what are you guys doing here? He's like, it's like, we come to save you. He's like, this, this is my friend. It's like, you're drinking tea. It's like, you're drinking tea. Yeah, this is my friend. It's like, oh, they, just, they killed so many like, why, people. It's like, why did no one come and tell me you were here? It's like, ah, uh, <laughs> polka dot man's like, we pretended they were my mom and we killed them all. <laughs> and she's like, this is my family, you dicks. <laughs> He killed everyone, every single person in there. Oh, it was great. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, King Shark was also great in this, yes. this movie. Um, but one thing I would like to oh. say, yeah. So I was just going to add that another thing I like, it was like with King Shark especially, but for a lot of the characters, is, is they didn't really feel a need to like really dive super far and spend a lot of time on everyone's backstories give everyone yes. kind of a, an mm-hmm. opportunity to like narrate kind of important elements you could see some of it uh-huh. but like it doesn't it doesn't matter like how they got their powers how they did whatever it just kind of matters for the characterization and then they, mm-hmm. they didn't feel this need to explain everything which i really liked they did that in the first suicide squad they yeah. over explained in the first suicide squad and that's why they walked so much <laughs> You're right. They walked oh. so much in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really like how they did. They handled the backstories here. Mm-hmm. They 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 told you exactly enough for you to understand like the important characterization marks. Mm-hmm. And they didn't need they didn't need to over explain everything. Who King Shark was, what God, or or, or, yeah. or whatever. They, they just, just quickly went over what you needed. Yeah. And then bam, you were set. And that's like, I really feel like DC could do super strong with just loose adaptations. You just, mm-hmm. you just find actors who can play characters well mm-hmm. and then just make stories with them. The stories don't have to make sense together. Just have nope. solid stories on their own. It doesn't matter the timelines or if it makes sense or building up to anything. Just keep doing what you do with the, with the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Get uh, uh, the actor who played Harley Quinn, don't remember her, but just keep her in different Margot stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter the order of whatever. If if it even is an arc, just keep her like that. Mm-hmm. Put King Shark in more things. It doesn't matter the order. Keep right. doing this. Fantastic. It is it is working. You've only done it once, but I hope you keep this <laughs> like this pattern up. Yeah. The Suicide Squad. Just that's a, get a new director. The Suicide Squad. Um. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. The title of the next one. <laughs> you have a Suicide Squad. Then and Suicide Squad. <laughs> 
but the, on in, in Harley's case, um, so she was brought back to the the castle of the dictator, or whatever, and they like had like a date or whatever, and then they had sex or whatever. But I just like the contrast between the jungle scene; it was all dark and grungy, and then they made it seem like a, like almost like a romance film when yeah. they were in the in like in the the castle with Harley and the ruler or whatever. And I just really liked the the the, 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 the contrast he did there. And then the way it ended, they ended the Harley ended the ruler, and that that is another quote I love. Like, if I if she said if I saw any red flags, I'd do the right thing and I kill them. <laughs> and then she just she, like and out of nowhere, she just shoots him. I know it was it was so perfect. She was it awesome. Was in this so movie bizarre. Again. She's just she's she's another bright spot in the DCEU. Is Margot Robbie's to Harley Quinn? Oh, oh, also, it, like neat thing I saw that. Uh, also, there was a lot of blood coming from that blood from that gunshot wound. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But like a neat thing that James Gunn confirmed is like in the scene after with like Harley Quinn when she's being like interrogated or whatever, and then mm-hmm. like, and then like, uh, one guy leaves and she knocks the other dude out and like takes the keys mm-hmm. and with her feet like like unlocks the lock like that. Mm-hmm. That was it was actually filmed like like in like one shot like like they didn't have to like take her down and whatever. Oh dude. wow, she she actually bent her feet like that and like unlocked it that's crazy with her feet well while, while in that position i was like that is insane that's insane that and is, one shot I, I i don't know about like one shot like well so like i remember so like what, what like what james Gunn, i think it was james Gunn. someone on, on set said is like that when like they were walking through it she's picked up the, the the key and did it without any trouble at all oh wow and like we are gonna film this like you know not not to worry about whatever special effects or uh-huh. taking you down and doing whatever just angles they were like okay we can film this. We can get it in one shot. We don't mm-hmm. have to worry about like splicing all this extra whatever. So they, yeah, they did it. Like she was actually able to do that, which is just that's so talented. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, the amount of flexibility and strength that takes. Um, another line in this movie was that that I really like was delivered by King Shark. Um, when they were getting in the van, and they said they needed disguises, and he's like. I would wear a disguise, mustache. a fake mustache, <laughs> and he gets a mustache <laughs> like. <laughs> You know who voiced him? I remember seeing something, but I can't remember now. Is Sylvester Stallone? Yes, yes. Which I thought was hilarious. Um, but that was great. And then I actually really liked the moment in the and that they had in the club. They had like that moment of com- camaraderie where they just like kind of became a team. Um, which I mean, every movie has that except the first Suicide Squad, uh, <laughs> where all they just kind of get together and they become a team. You know. Um, they kind of had in the first Suicide Squad was a very rushed scene where they were just oh, like, that's right. You're right. It did. It was like they, it's like they lost and they all ended up in like a bar or whatever. And then they're yeah. like, let's drink. And then now we're a team. Yeah. But this one felt a lot less forced. It just yeah, kind of felt actually, real like, natural. Yeah. On their own, they kind of shared stories about their past mm-hmm. uh, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, came, came closer, except for Peacemaker, but we all know what happened to him. <laughs> Um, I really like what they did in the movie throughout the movie with the lettering. Like they take random things like the Operation Harley with the fire or was it Operation Jotunheim? I really like when they did the perspective with the plumbing and it said Jotunheim, but then they moved away and it was just plumbing on the roof. Uh, I like what he did with all that. That was really awesome. Um, I thought that was a really creative part of the movie. Um, Oh, uh, another thing I like just coming back some here in like the same kind of vein of like, Oh, no one checked to see if Weasel could swim. 
Ratcatcher first summons all of the rats, and Bloodsport is like freaking out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, "I'm a, like I'm scared of rats." And they were like, "Nobody checked to see <laughs> he was scared of rats." That's such a great scene. Like it was, it was like the same guy kind of just looks down or like looks away or whatever. She's asking about that. It was it was so perfect, so beautifully done. Mm-hmm. I loved. What was his name? Sebastian? Was his name? No, not Sebastian. Oh, or, I have that here. No, it like it was Sebastian, right? I think you so. Like, Hold on. The, the rat's name. I wrote it. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, yeah. the rat's name. Yeah. Sebastian. Yeah. I think so. I loved how he was animated. He never looked mm-hmm. fake. He always right. looked so real. And like the vest he had on yeah, was, that was so great. adorable. It was. I, the, whole, the whole time I was like, I was like, I know more characters are going to die. Please don't kill Ratcatcher. Please don't kill Sebastian. Right. I'm going to lose my mind if Sebastian <laughs> dies. Um, uh, the, murders, so, the murders in this movie were so creative. Like a lot of the murders in this movie were really creative. Yeah. Like the whole scene where Harley was like, da- not dancing, but like with all the cartoon flowers and stuff where they so, would appear. That was a great scene. Oh there were so many like, creative kills like when she like grabbed the guy's arm through the uh fence and like killed her and i killed him with the fence just by beating his skull in um <laughs> there were just a bunch of them like that and then when they're going through the camping oh, scene the camp and they thought it yeah. was the enemy camp and they those were a lot of creative kills in there too so mm-hmm. it was it's a very creative movie <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah new ways to kill people oh yes uh let's see i'm trying to stick like loosely to the order of events that happened in this movie here uh, but like I really want to just get to like the end because there's a lot of to talk about at, at like the very end. Um, uh, I will say we are, we are. Uh, the the main complaint I've seen about this movie like like this movie does not have a lot of complaints. It's a very high mm-hmm. uh, score both on the audience side and on the and on the critic side. Oh yeah. The one complaint that I do see that I think has some valid- validity is the villain arc is. A, is a, a little weak it's like yeah the thinker as a villain doesn't necessarily like hold his own all that well but i didn't even realize it's structured yeah you don't need that yeah like, i didn't need the villain arc yeah i i didn't really realize he was a villain until the end of the movie <laughs> yeah 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 because it's like it's not something that's like needed so like it like like, like it worked it's like it wasn't strong but it didn't need to be strong mm-hmm. because it's really in like ensemble movie mm-hmm. so like so yeah it wasn't strong but I, don't, I don't think it needed to be all that strong and it and it worked well for what it was i did think it was kind of a weird decision to make the thinker uh someone has all these tubes out of his head yeah it was weird I, I feel like outside of the pure comic book world that isn't necessarily of benefit right um, uh, and that same thing after they they got the thinker and they drove up to the uh the big what was it Jotunheim oh, yeah. I think um oh, I love the they, line you, you basically captured him in like in like the bar area there's there were a lot of cool scenes and like mm-hmm. just the bar where they all, they yeah. also get drunk and they're telling stories and like partying mm-hmm. or, or whatever I, uh, I, I love the I love the line that Harley delivered when they got out of the car uh, I love the rain. It's like angels are splooging all over us. I just, that line was really funny. It came out of nowhere. Oh my God. Just... She was just so happy when she said. Oh, <sighs> Harley. 
But yes, yeah, so that was great. They go back to Jotunheim. You have the driver. I love the driver because you like get into Jotunheim and they're all up there. And then like he dies and, and Polka Dot Man. I don't remember his name. Uh, oh, Milton. What was his name? Yeah, yeah, Milton. Because like, <laughs> so they're all up there and they're all hiding in the building. It's like shot in the head or something. And then Polka Dot Man's like, Milton. And then Harley Quinn's like, who's Milton? <laughs> and then he's the driver. And then uh, who was it? It was like, it was like, like it was like blood sports one, right? It was like Milton was with us still. Look at that man! It's like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I have something written down. I was like, I noticed Milton once. I until he died. Oh yeah. I I did not realize he was oh, there until God. he died. <laughs> I was like, well, no, no, yeah. It was so odd because like I was watching it and like because like they all get out of the van and like you know they're all going in. I noticed like Milton was with with them when they all went in. I was like, why is Milton going in with them? <laughs> I didn't even them. notice. And then of course like the army swarms the outside and they're like. Shh, shooting everything trying to get in the building so it makes sense that milton right. was not there because he probably would have died anyway but i thought it was so funny that he was like in the building and just gets like shot or like whatever happened with it yeah yeah, yeah like he, he got, got shot shot mm-hmm. right by, yeah, by I mean, the army that was still in there yeah and they're all like who's milton <laughs> it's like no <laughs> i really liked his character i i really thought milton had a, had a cool character and he abruptly dies he's like who's Who's new? Didn't Harley say at one point, like, who's named Milton? I think if I would have remembered Milton, like, no one has that name. Yeah. And then at the very end of like the movie where, where like Harley Quinn was like, was talking to Bloodsport and she was like, we can be friends now, like, Milton. And Bloodsport was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not Milton. And Harley Quinn was like, no, we just talked about this. I do remember that. That was, that was a great scene, too. Um, like, it, like, like, I, I really like how even though Harley has become such, like, a main character in so many other movies, they, they still aren't shying away from the fact that she's crazy. Yeah. Like, she has so much, like, just wrong with her brain mm-hmm. that it just manifests in ways like this. And it, it's, it's, it's so perfect. Because, like, most shows would just, like, kind of, like, 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 tamper that out. Have the mm-hmm. mental illness be, like, a weird quirk at, the, at, at like the beginning with then have her be stable as yeah. she has a more important role no she's just absolutely bonkers they kind of did that in the harley the quinn stuff. show they kind of did that oh, in the yeah. harley quinn show where they kind of like toned down her craziness like she's still obviously nuts but like it's not like she is in the dcu it's like oh yeah no she's out of her mind she's some, right, something right. is severely wrong with this woman um i want to talk about yoda Jodenheim for a little bit um for sure the scene when they get down to the lab in yoda Jodenheim, like just guy with like no legs but his guts are falling out this woman who's like or this guy who another guy who's like it's been separated from it it was a horrifying scene it was very disturbing visually and i applaud everyone in that scene for being able to sit there and be like that for that long um it was horrifying but um and then to make and then to make it be like oh yeah the u.s was behind all this it was like ah yeah that's that's that that seems all right that's yep, right. it's like that makes total sense. That is completely on brand for the United States. Yeah. Um, and also just sending all of them in to like destroy the record of the U.S. being involved. Mm-hmm. That was a neat twist as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, and that like Peacemaker had been given his own separate task of like destroying the right record the there. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight scene like with with Peacemaker and Flag. When they was in the helmet, the reflection of the helmet, that was such a neat idea. Oh, I really yeah. oh, enjoyed yeah. that. 
that it part worked. of it. It, like, yeah, it worked it really well. Um, and then Peacemaker killed Rick Flag, which yeah, like, caught me really off guard. Yeah. And I really expected him to survive. Honestly, yeah. I really expected. Well, because he was the uh, first one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think but no, he, the one from the first one yeah. that's still alive. He and not Waller. Survive. But uh, yeah, the King Shark in the aquarium scene was very cool. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And then when they attacked him afterwards, that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, before the building collapsed. Um, let's see. Oh, I will say, like, I really liked how they were all down there and then the explosion happened. They were like, oh, no, those fools, they've, like, set it off too early. And then it was, like, their whole arc and they were doing their things. And then it gets up to the whole thing where Peacemaker is about to kill Ratcatcher because mm-hmm. after, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. after Flag died, Ratcatcher snagged the stuff and then ran. Mm-hmm. Like, please don't kill Ratcatcher. I want Ratcatcher. Ratcatcher needs to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it gets all the way up to the point, and then like, and then it just cuts to seven minutes earlier back to see like the whole other arc. Like, I really like how they did that instead of trying to like cut back and forth between yeah. the scenes at the time. I thought right? that was really cool too. That was really neat. They did that a couple times. Really neat in the in the in the movie. Yeah. And I thought they did a really good job of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that scene especially. And then how which, you have the mm-hmm. whole thing that like the, what ended up destroying Peacemaker was the fact that. Bloodsport was like falling down one floor at a time, in uh-huh. a very cartoony style of like <laughs> you hit land and then you just keep falling. Keep going. And I love that. It was, it was really good. And, was and just... the visual of the bullet going through the other bullet was really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then end up, and then ultimately killing Peacemaker. Smaller bullets, yes. Yep. Except and for then we alluded later to that find out in what in a scene that you did not see. Oh no. no! I did not I'll, see it. I'll jump to that now. But like, there's a scene where those two like assistants of like Wallers are going in to like in like into like an intensive care unit. And they're like, I can't believe that we got saddled with this job here. Mm-hmm. And it, you basically it kind of pans into the room, and then you see Peacemaker looking really beat up, like on the hospital bed and like alive still. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. And, a, and apparently it was confirmed, I think, after Suicide Squad's release or maybe before, but like there's going to be an, an, an HBO Max spinoff show uh, about Peacemaker. Oh, awesome. And I'm not I sure have... it takes place before or, or after, but this allows it to take place mm-hmm. after. If it, if it indeed does. But That's awesome. now I, I really like knows the thing about smaller bullets now. So we'll see yeah. if uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like the way John Cena made played him and how actually and how like at at, at first he's like, Oh yeah, I, I can get I can get behind this guy being like not the not the protagonist, but like not as bad of a person. And it's like, oh wow, no, now I really fucking hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um and then you just like you're almost like hate you like then you just kind of hope he dies after he kills flag. And then he like doesn't die. Yeah. I, I, he did a really good job with that character. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, da, da, da. But yeah, so then you have uh, Bloodsport, Ratcatcher, uh, Polka Dot Man, and King Shark. And like the starfish is out mm-hmm. of the base now. He's going around and like attacking all the townspeople. And then like uh, he's throwing out starfish mind controlling things. Uh-huh. Uh, and then like Ratcatcher's like, cover your face and earlier uh blood sports mask had gotten like shattered completely yeah so it was like oh he's gonna get hit now because 
right. doesn't have his mask, but now they're all able to cover up their faces. But I, I think it was kind of odd that not one soldier thought of covering up his face or like their faces. Like it was, well, but they didn't know, but like they knew though. No, the, no, but still you're right. After like, they saw like, other people's faces yeah. get, yeah. Yeah. Not one soldier had that idea. Right. And like what all of the suicide mm-hmm. squad who was out there survived because they cut up their faces, but not mm-hmm. one army person did. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, then you have like Amanda Waller chime in. I was going to say like, just, Oh, you guys can leave now. You're done. Yeah. That's where I was going to go to. Yeah. And then yeah. they, they don't, they just, well, we got to say these people. It's the, I know it's not our job, but it's kind of the right thing to do. And then she yeah. threatens to, to blow them up. And then the person that was a really, and I then, like, as she gets intensity. really close, and then boom, right over the back of the head from I, like one of the people who was working there. I thought that was great, and that kind of goes along with what you were saying about how you liked seeing the people on the comm side mm-hmm. being in there. And then you saw that moment, like, huh, nice. Yeah. And then she got really intense and like, go fucking help them figure this mm-hmm. shit out. Yeah. The whole scene with, with, with like Waller, you were like, like it really, really does the character a really good job of showing how ruthless. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Waller is. Even though it probably would have not cost her anything at all to just s- 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 send them into help, she's like, "I don't want you to, so you are not." Right. She's like, if you try to do something that doesn't, that honestly doesn't in- inconvenience me all that much, which just isn't what I directly <laughs> asked for, then I will kill you. Right, 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 right. Um, and then they they go fight the the big starfish which guy. I am a million percent certain that that that, that like that like. That like the that office worker or whatever that like that that knocked her out mm-hmm. is is either being eyed for a significant promotion or was executed. There is no in between. <laughs> there is no way Waller just let that slide. Waller was <laughs> Waller was either really impressed or like nope, unacceptable. You're dead. Just immediately yeah. just like executed her. She had a different suitcase with all her the people who worked for her, <laughs> and it just blew her up. Yes, <laughs> but. Uh, um, so then they went just, like, fight. Just, I, just imagine that. Imagine if she pulled another suitcase and just all of the, all of all of her coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um. So they go fight the big starfish. I'm really glad that Ratcatcher is the one who ultimately kills the starfish. Oh yeah. Because I like he's like you said. I really liked Ratcatcher in this that movie. I thought she was awesome. Amazing v- visual. Summoning yeah. all of the rats. And that was a lot of rats. It's like this they, isn't our city. This is this is your city. This isn't our city. It's their city. And like, then they just come pouring out. <laughs> honestly, because like you know, Ratcatcher kind of has the same vibes as 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 Ant Man, where like Ant Man yeah. can summon the ants or whatever. Ratcatcher some of the rats, but I really like Ratcatcher more than Ant Man because like mm-hmm. rats. It's just so right. impractical. I mean, well, ants they, are also kind of impractical, but like what? rats. Yeah, they all just swarmed. And and they kind of went into that in the flat in the little flashback. When she said, hey, dad, why rats? And she says, well, because uh, no matter how he's like, no matter how much you're hated, you still have a purpose or whatever. And like that was like right before she said yeah. the rats at the starfish. I oh, thought that was an interesting I love scene. The whole scene with like them up on like the belt tower or whatever yeah. was so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And then, you know, I like I said, I'm glad she ultimately won. Um, Bloodshot suit. I didn't re- I didn't realize until the end of the movie what it did. That was a sick suit. How it like what? the weapons were on it, like she pulled oh, off part of his suit yes. and it became a weapon. That was so sick. That was awesome. And then um, James Gunn so cool. really said, "I will kill everyone and kill Pokemon Man." That was it was so, like I I did I really did not expect that. I thought all the character deaths would be over by that point, 
because like I'm I'm really glad he got his I'm a superhero line in before he died. Yeah, that was cool. That was a neat moment. But it was it was so funny. Where he, he was like, "Hey, that we we was like, "Hey, do you know who that is?" And he was like, "He was like, who?" And it's like, "It's your it's mom." Your mom. And, and then you just see the, his mom. <laughs> but I really like the thing with Polka Dot Man. I will say, like the whole fact that like, they went into his backstory. And it was like, oh, it's, it's like an interdimensional virus he was infected with. And it's like this mm-hmm. energy that, that he has. Mm-hmm. Super neat way of, of, of portraying his character. Right. And I love the energy he had. And like when it did damage on the starfish, it was like, okay, he's the secret. He's how they win. Mm-hmm. And then he was immediately crushed by the starfish arm. I'm a, su- I'm like, a superhero. And then I was like, like oh, oh, all right. He's dead now. <laughs> then, I was, then I immediately went into a state of panic where I was like, don't kill off Ratcatcher. <laughs> And then, Harley Qu- and then Harley Quinn is like, this is who it's for. And then she goes and jumps into the starfish, the starfish's yeah. eye, which I thought was an interesting touch to make it water. Instead yeah. of like a, like a solid eye. I thought it was a cool touch. And then all the rats came in after her. I thought that was a really awesome. My scene. favorite visual of the entire movie was Harley Quinn swimming with all of the rats. Yeah. And Sebastian is little vest swimming. They chewed through all of the uh-huh. eye things. And the that, was a, that was awesome. Died. Um, so, so cool. Yeah. The, the, movie, the movie was beautifully done. Um, some I, of the CGI I, at the beginning was a little iffy. Yeah, but, uh, I thought overall it was overall, really, really good. Fantastic. Um, um, I will say a really cool element for me is that the starfish did not initially intend to conquer the Earth. It liked being out in space, floating yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't want to be disturbed. But when it was, that's kind of when it went into like the self defense mode. And after being cooped up for thirty years, and then horrifically experimented on that's when it kind of lost it and kind of went and tried to like take control right everything there uh but super neat mm-hmm. uh, characterization of, of everybody i like that rat catcher survived i like that rat catcher has friends mm-hmm. i like that rat catcher and like in and, and king shark are our buddies and all that um oh, excellent movie and excellent. just i want rat catcher to, to come back for more stuff yeah i would I would kill to see Ratcatcher and more stuff. That was oh, a, yeah, for sure. It was a fantastic arc. And Sebastian, as long as they both stay alive. Right, right, right. No um, killing them off, James Gunn. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but something I noticed really early on is that the, diverse, the diversity in this movie was pretty solid. Like they, oh, yeah. It was, a pretty, it was a very diverse movie. Um, and the soundtrack was awesome. But that's what we expect from James Gunn. He always has great soundtracks, but uh, that's all the notes I have for this movie. I thought it was really, really awesome. Really great. My favorite DC film by far. Like, oh yeah, I oh yeah. Any, I don't think there's any competition here. No. So, uh, the next uh, would probably be Wonder Woman. I think. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And it's it, a pretty far gap. Um, but I, I think this fit. I don't think you could do a Wonder Woman like movie like this. I think no. her movie fit very well no. with what she what yeah. she's about, and this fit really well with what the Suicide Squad's about. This isn't really something you can do with superheroes. No, and I'm really hoping that DC kind of abandons their superhero kick and goes on to like a villain movie kick. Yeah, their villains are way more interesting. I mean, to yeah. be completely honest, you know, a what? lot I, more interesting. Who was it? Was it Peace? They mentioned Peacemaker. Didn't he injure Superman? No, it was a. It was bloodsport. Bloodsport. He put Superman in the ICU. That's right, with a with a krypton with a kryptonian bullet. I like how they just yep. skimmed over that. Like, hold on, say that again, <laughs> one more yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope he comes back for more movies too. And same with King Shark. Yeah, maybe we'll get some more out of them. Yeah, and now because uh, like and Weasel. 
He's not lethal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> James Gunn has already said that after he's done with Guardians of the Galaxy, he's he's hopping back over to DC, DC and yeah. have more projects for them. He did so honestly. That. DC might be taking off now. Yeah, honestly, yeah, this, this might be DC's opportunity to really like soar. Right, I, I completely agree. This is this, this was a really good start. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, there's they they have a high they have set themselves a high bar for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they know now, and I maybe and hopefully Warner Brothers takes. This is a sign of one. The just even the critics are raving about this movie, uh, and the audience loves and the uh, everyone loves this movie. And maybe they'll yeah. find like, all right, yeah. fine. Maybe we'll put so many, um, so many restraints on our directors because, I mean, this and the which which I don't think either of us has seen is the Justice League the four hour one the Schneider cut. We've seen that when you just let the director do what they want to do. It works. It works out for the better. So hopefully these two these two movies tell Warner Brothers, hey, get your head out of your okay. ass and get your head out of the, and get your head out of the out of these guys this way, guys yeah. and girls way. So yeah, uh, at least that's what we can hope for. But there's no guarantees. It's Warner Brothers. So yeah, we will we'll see how this goes. But I am cautiously optimistic for mm-hmm. DC's projects in the future here because this was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think a lot of people are saying that Batman might get. The Batman might get pushed back again, um, and hopefully oh, yeah. that means that they're uh, amping it up a little bit. All right, so uh, we'll we'll have to see. But uh, I think that's it. That's cool. Everything I wanted to do. It's been an excellent podcast. Today. We're probably close to the two hour mark here. Yep, just about. But uh, yeah, so if you guys enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe and uh, definitely uh, subscribe here on whatever wherever you listen to this podcast to my YouTube channel, him, wherever, wherever he is. I am. My YouTube channel, Wolfgate Entertainment. His YouTube channel, Not Brennan. Don't forget to follow yes. us on Instagram at Chip Roasting. And we will see you guys in yes. two Stay weeks. Very shortly for uh, more content by us on our channels. Because there will be there will a lot be. more cool content on oh, our yeah. channels. So until that time, peace out. Peace.